Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. Nigga hating on me, jumping on my dick, but this dick ain't free. To Pippa Butterfly, another classic CD. Get all lullaby for everyone they MC. Nigga, now RIP. My diligence is only meant to write your eulogy. All's my life, I has to fight, nigga. All's my life. Are you listening to a Kendrick Lamar? You were listening to the Kendrick Lamar album? Oh, he's going down. <laughs> What's up, everybody? One more week of Truth Serum. We have the beautiful, talented Lisa Vidal Magdalena. I watched that movie like 200 times. I've seen that movie it. so many times. John said that laughs at me because every time I say him, I say, you belong together. La puta y el cabrón. Exactly. I was trying to fight for him, but you know. He went the other way, but whatever. See how that worked out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake is back in the house with yet another bandana. That's true, everybody. Hi, how, how y'all doing? What's what happened here? Uh, I think we just lost camera five, so I'll just be uh, a voice this week. It's been falling apart today. It's like <laughs> so somebody came in here. They were chewing on the headphones before us. Um, they thought it was funny. Comedians don't be assholes. And uh, somebody else has uh, apparently uh, scoliosis, and they need their chair to be constantly upright. <laughs> so Lisa's like sitting there. She, we got her a better chair, but uh, no, I'm glad she said posture. something. Otherwise, she would have been there for an hour like, oh, no. <laughs> and we are, so we've decided we're going to talk about a couple of things that are happening in the headlines. First and foremost, the cover of, Van is it Vanity Fair, a magazine for women? Um, uh, I don't think it's just for women, but... I mean, it is read mostly by women, I think. Yeah. I think it's for, like, upscale socialite people. I don't think okay. it's specifically for women, no. Then why do we know about it? Because I don't know about you, but I'm not upscale socialite. I know. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, Puerto Ricans read it, too, so. Yes, uh, Puerto Ricans. Donald Trump's least favorite Mexicans, <laughs> as he said uh, in, in an interview. Which I, I can't get over it, the level of ignorance. <laughs> but um, so the cover of Vanity Fair has all men, um, right. and they are highlighting all of the men in highlight. I mean, in late night television, and um, there are two black men, which people were were asking where the black people were. That is Larry from the the Nightly Show and Trevor from the Daily Show. So Comedy Central is covering uh, all the black people in late night television. Right, which I love. I love my black brothers and sisters, but you know, where the Latinos? Where some none? Where some other diversity? Like you know, no and women. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get it. Yeah, you know, how it's does that represent America? Go ahead. When it comes to uh, the point of view shows, I've, this is my biggest argument: is that there aren't ever Latinas. Right. It's like we don't. We're not on the shows like The View. Rosie's gone now. Rosie Perez. But uh, the talk, none of those shows. It's all. It's net. They're never any. And we are such a big market in this country. I would mean, you Would you feel better if they made a cover that had all like the daytime lady talk people on it? 
because there's not a lot of daytime talk men, and I don't hear any guys and, talking. And I about don't like, watch. Hey, how come we don't get any like daytime talk show men? Like, well, it's they all do, they do. Because that's one of the, the most. Point. That's not true though. Who the most the successful day. Men? Michael with Michael and Kelly is one of the most successful and highest paid people in daytime. Okay. Well, it just goes to show there's no balance. See. But I, but that's I, a balance. That's a man and a woman. No, I don't like to watch those shows either because they don't have a male point of view. I think sometimes it just seems like a hen fest. It, you it know? is ballless. Watching the view sometimes it get, it's like you you hear the cackling. It's like ah, you know, Raven attacks. Uh, what you call it today? Whoopi goes off on Rosie. It it after a while it just we need balance. And just like there are some stay at home dads that watch daytime television. You know, it's not yeah, just for sure. women. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm not saying that there that there shouldn't be any men on daytime television. I'm just saying this is ridiculous. And when it comes to late night television where you make the most money, there should be some women there. You just don't see a lot of bragging about, um, you know, exclusion. And this is bragging about exclusion, saying, ah, you know what, women, kind of fuck you. Like, we don't yeah. really need your voices here at night. I mean, it is women that are usually up at night with the babies, you know, when yeah. they're waking up all night and you got to feed much. them and stuff. I mean, they, they got to watch something. I but know. it's the man who sits up thinking about the mortgage <laughs> and how, like, terrible everything is. And really, Conan That's so is gonna... stereotypical because actually I'm the one up at night worrying about the mortgage. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just, I, you know, I'm just kind of fucking around. But I like when you do that. No, 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 I love it. I love it. Trust me. So yeah, I was. I thought it was. Uh, it was just fun to watch to see Twitter because Twitter is where everything goes to to get annihilated. Sure, N nothing goes to Twitter to get hugs. Oh no, you know it goes to Twitter to basically get um treated like Jodie Foster in that terrible movie <laughs> with the pinball machine. Oh. I actually uh, retweeted one of the writers from Huff Huffington Post, and it was like. She was like, wow, let's give it up for uh, Vanity Fair and this brave display of diversity. <laughs> and it got re she got retweeted so many times. But I The only thing I think is cute about this picture is that um, all of them are drinkers except for the new guy for like CBS uh, with the juice box. Like, everybody else is there with like a oh, Manhattan in their hand or something. And you know, it kind of shows, uh, you know, it's okay to drink and stuff. But I'd like to see this version with like, they're real drugs of choice, like a joint and um, a line or, you Yeah, the real. Well, Jimmy Fallon doesn't have anything in his hand, which was interesting. Yeah, he's not drinking anything. Yeah. Probably because he's playing some game with his cup. He has somebody <laughs> off on the side that's like, okay, now who can splash it in their face the longest or something? All that guy does is play games on his show. There's no, like, content on it. Well, did, as a student of uh, people's... Uh, physical yeah uh, what do you call it nonverbal body language john oliver is the only one that's standing up straight not leaning anywhere he's solid by himself really not super connected to anybody there he's the only he's one he's confident yeah Definitely his confident. show is great though he's uh he's actually i like it that it's once a week and uh the way that he goes in on certain topics are really really I think it's very intelligent. I love his show. I yeah, think. it's nice that a show has the time to be able to really explore something mm -hmm. as opposed to the two or three minute version that we get on basically every other talk yeah. show. Um, but I, I'm, f I'm finding him this year to be a little heavy handed. Like I think yeah, that he's, he's going in. He, I, I think that he's kind of started to buy a little bit of his own publicity though, and like he, he's now seeing himself as a crusader. The first season, when I don't think he thought he was going to make a lot of difference and he could really just, just like smash people in the balls. Uh, th this year he's, um, 
He, he's already had to rescind his big thing, which was the church that he started. I don't know if you guys have watched oh, it was the hilarious. last couple of weeks. I saw him perform with the choir. It was so funny. He had a choir. <laughs> and well, this week they had to shut it down because thing, things went wrong. Um, I, I just think that he's um, he's kind of drinking his own Kool-Aid recently. But a lot of times we think that about people, and it's the network. You know, HBO is like, hey, we need to do this. Because those people don't really belong to themselves. Well, it's like what you were saying before, like, you can't shock kids these days. Like, no. everybody's trying something big because, you know, it's just all dull or it's it, the kids are, you know, sort of like not entertained if it's not outrageous. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think that's probably what everybody is going for because everybody wants that young demo. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, we here at Truth Serum would like to challenge late night television to employ some. Uh, intelligence and compassion and uh, seek diversity because yes. America is not what it was 50 years ago. No, that's right. We are diverse and Ida and I are available. So Absolutely. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> we hey, can, all we need we is two, run more, the show. two more girls and then we, we can do it. I'd like to know why the only woman who had it tonight, who had like a, a night job like these people have decided to quit it, though. I mean. If Chelsea Handler had stayed in the game, then this picture would not exist and would not bring back bring up the same type of, you know, bad feelings that it does now. Yeah, well, the argument would then be there was only one woman, and where is the diversity? There's always going to be an argument. But at least we're there's never one be in that situation. No, I agree. But she took herself out. I don't know any other like late night show hosts that take themselves out. I mean, who just decided to quit and walk away? I, Did I, she say why? No, not, not that I've ever heard. She said she wanted to explore other things. Oh. She has a deal with Netflix. She just wants to take her, sh her shirt off and take horseback riding shots to compare with Vladimir Putin. Oh. Hello. She does that a lot. I mean, check her well, she was she was arguing that she should be able to take off her shirt because men do it, and then her account had been deleted. Same thing as yes, Rihanna. Yes, but men boobs are boring. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. That's why no one's no. interested if they do it. I know. I don't. I don't <laughs> seek out men. Man. No, I nobody does. I run from man boobs. So. <laughs> moves. <laughs> the moves make me make me go. Make me go. So we were talking about that, and then there was something else we were going to talk about. Um, what was the, the other subject? Oh, oh yeah. football season is back, and I am so tired of all these women pretending that they love football. Because <laughs> that is just another way to get a man. Oh, sure. You see that girl who's all fun-loving wearing a Miami Dolphins oh. like a jersey. You're like, oh, this girl likes, looks like she's a lot of fun. Then you try to talk to her, and she's like, uh, yeah, um, Dr. J is the best pitcher in the history of football. You're like, okay, uh, that's a basketball player and talking about baseball. You know nothing. Look who's funny. Look who's calling me. The funniest thing about <laughs> that is like that's Helen Hernandez. Oh. The funniest thing about that is that nobody would in their right mind would wear a dolphin jersey unless they're from Miami like me. Word. Word. We'd have to be you we have to be because what we Dan Marino, poor Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. You have to be from there. I've been brainwashed into being a dolphin fan. But any chick that's walking around with a dolphin jersey that's not from there. <laughs> Give her the boot, cause that bitch is a liar, right? Well, now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come to the defense just a little bit. I mean, you know, when you want a guy, and you're not exactly a football fan, maybe their interest is in basketball or something else, and you want to kind of get on that page with your guy, mm -hmm. so you want to try to look like you're a team player. So I have, you know, I got a lot of love for all that effort. Okay. I mean, sure. that takes some effort, sure. especially when you can't stand it. And it's really sweet because my little girl, who's 12, 
that's her way of bonding with her dad. She's like, Daddy, what happened? She gets all into it, even though she she don't really know what's going on, but she figures, let me learn so that this way I could bond with my dad because he disappears into the guest house to go watch football and stuff. So that's her way of connecting, well, which I think is kind of cute. As a wife, I'm sure that from the husband's point of view, that's very much a, uh, uh, it's a great thing. It's very nice of you to do that. But I think what Ida's talking about here is like girls on like, uh, okay, for example, like, uh, like um, Plenty of Fish or something whose profile picture has a girl like hiking a, a football or something in her yeah, hands. Yeah, Buffalo like, Bills. <laughs> if, you're, if you're faking it from the start, then um, what else are you faking? And if any guy walked around with like um, an Oprah Winfrey t-shirt on or something, <laughs> like, is that going to work the same way? You never know <laughs> in this town. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I tell you, I was married to a football player. I hate it football going to the games was all about my family it was just to support him I hated it I went to Florida State I mean and I I actually grew up in a in that football culture college football is big 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 in Florida I hated it it was you know I learned to appreciate football after it wasn't part of my life and my chores right but I'm not gonna pretend to, to like football or hockey or basketball or anything just to be, you need you. How long can you keep up the lie? I hear you. I listen. I grew up in a, in a very creative household. Everything was music and movies. Mm-hmm. We didn't watch sports in my house. And then I married this guy who's like a total sports nuts. I mean, it's like football season. You know, baseball, uh, basketball, the playoffs. It's all about sports. So I really had to kind of. And he loves comedy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I had to figure something out. (laughs) Hey, before we go to break, uh, Ida, you brought this up as a subject. Are you seeing this in, like, your friends or ladies? Oh, no, because, yes, football. You know what? Social media just brings everything to a a higher awareness. So every season I would see it, but this one was at an all-time high. Now this fantasy football, there's so many women participating in that. And not to say that women don't like football and don't participate in that, but if you are doing this, it's like you you should be an actress because you are actually playing a role and you don't have to maintain that role up for a long time where you can just be like, hey, you know what? Go hang out with your friends and play football. Right. Go watch football. I'll be over here and then we'll get together later. That's too much work for me. I can't do I hear you. In the end, that sounds a lot better, but I don't think there's even a lot of guys who are like um, even comfortable with that idea. Um, just like carving out the time to do the things that you want to do that are just for you and your sex, you know, like men things or lady things. I have a hard time telling my wife like, hey, I want to be able to, you know, go go catch a game because I feel like, oh, that's like taking away like our time together. I appreciate that she fakes it for me. Oh, so, so keep nice. faking it. Okay, <laughs> so keep faking it. Jake says keep there faking you go. it. That's what I'm going with. I say go do a local play because you're an actress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break. Give us a call. Chime in. 855-878-4652. We're coming back with Lisa Vidal from Being Mary Jane. You guys love that show. I'm fucked up, homie. You fucked up. But if God got us, then we and I'm Dr. Mark Goulston. I'm Jeff Brown. And we make up the Zoe What Morning Show. You can find us here on TRadioV.com every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I make you think. He makes you laugh. And if I get a chance, I'll help you change. Or make you cry with his attempts at humor. Radio in TV. Can you relate? We'll make it happen. Look at Jeff. What you doing? 
Were you mumbling to yourself? Hey, no. back there mumbling. To them. To them. Hey, I'm Dean Kane, and you are watching T Radio V. I'm watching it too. Right now. Seriously. <laughs> what it do is your man Money B from Digital Underground asking everybody to check out the Going Way Back show. Your home for classic hip hop. Raw and uncut. Join me. And me, DJ Always. As well as Ty Teasy bringing you the old school new news. Every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on T Radio V. That's right. Radio in TV. Hey, hello, hello. This is David Faustino, and you are watching T Radio V. Do you see what I'm saying? It's television crossed with radio. It's all together. It's weird. Radio's in the middle of it. I, it's amazing. You're watching it. Go. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Andy D on T Radio V. Bing, bang, bing, boom, right? Yeah. Andy D on T Radio V. Bobbity, bibbity, bobbity, boo. Andy D on T Radio V. The Andy Dick Show, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. on T Radio V. Wow! But well, we'll do it. We'll do it better when we when the show actually starts. Yeah, no. All it's my life I has to fight, nigga. All it's my life I hard times like yeah. Are we on? Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back with Lisa Vidal from Being Mary Jane. Hola. And uh, you know what? I, how long have you been acting? I have been acting, God, for like 36 years or something. You come from a family of actresses, right? Oh, my sister, yep. My sister, Christina Vidal, is an actress. Diana. Yes, oh, Diana. you don't know, because in my house. Yes. That was a, bit, a big show. Yes. My middle sister, Tanya Vidal, acted for a little while, but then she really got into writing, so she's okay. a writer. Oh, great. So, yeah, I, I, you know, it's in the family, and uh, we love it. So, first role you ever booked that you remember booking? Well, my first, like, real paying job was a theater job. And I used to perform with a theater company in New York City. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to perform in uh, Off-Broadway. And we'd go to jails. We'd perform at churches. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. I got amazing experience. And then I booked a, um, my first TV gig when I was 14 years old. Uh, I booked a, uh, a series about a Puerto Rican family living in Spanish Harlem called Oye Willie. Uh -huh. And it was an amazing opportunity. We shot 13 episodes, and uh, that was my kind of my opening to television and all of that. So, so is television your dwelling? Is that where you've always wanted to be? Did you? I know some actors that they love TV. Yeah, I love TV. Mm -hmm. I love it all. I love theater. I love film. Uh, they're all three of them are different. You know, I think that in in television, you really have to have a certain pace. Yeah. You know, you don't get to sit in the nice warm bath all that long like you do in film. And in theater, it's like, it's live. So mm -hmm. anything and everything goes, you know? Um, so it's there's a real special quality in each one and a different enjoyment in each one. Mm. I always th I think um, there are f uh, friends that are television actors that like it 
specifically for the schedule because they know they work this many days they have families they don't want to go to berlin for three months and leave their kids right and then then i have friends who are film actors that don't want to do television i um as a stand-up comedian you know all of us we all want to be on television that's the goal is to get a tv show about your stand-up and then hopefully everything else goes from there but i really like tv yeah, you know, yeah. TV is um, a great platform. It really is. I mean, you're reaching so many people, and uh, God, there's so much to choose from now. You mm-hmm. know, there's there's just so much to reach for, and I love it. And I I, I love it too because, um, you know, you you're kind of moving all the time. You're changing the right. episodes, changing or the stories changing, and that's the good part. Unfortunately, you know, now you actually do have to travel. To a lot of shows don't shoot in LA anymore. So. Right. You know, it's not just doing that film in Berlin like you mentioned. Now you guys like shoot in Atlanta? We, we shoot in Atlanta. So so how long do you leave for? Anywhere from three to four months. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, it's it's really um, tough on a family. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we all understand the goal and mom's got to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Don't I know that. <laughs> so what's the craziest role you've ever played? Like, what's the, the most bizarre thing you've ever done? Uh, I would say the craziest role I've ever played that was interesting uh, was a film that I did called Dark Mirror where I played a woman who was, she was sort of like possessed by the spirit of this woman that lived in a house Mm -hmm. that her family moves into. And that was crazy. It was. That was, (laughs) I scared myself. (laughs) I used to go home and scare myself. And uh, it was, it was a great, it was a great experience though, you know. Um, I got to experience what it was to be a part of special effects and, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So the last month we did, um, or a, la- a couple of weeks ago, was the Imagen Awards. And Rita Moreno was honored at the Imagen Awards. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing for me is she is also a part of one of my favorite movies of all time. Cause I yes. like it like that is one of, because people don't understand, like, when you are Puerto Rican in the business, the business has has geared so much towards the Central American and to Mexicans that when you see something that you can actually identify with, like that was my family. That was my grandmother combing right. my cousin's hair, saying, <laughs> this is black hair. This is not, you, you, this is not, I have pure Spanish blood. That's my grandmother. <laughs> so I w- I'm I sitting there watching that movie. And I, So what was it like working with her? It was it was unbelievable. I could just kept saying, please pinch me. Everybody and anybody pinch me because, OMG, I'm like hanging out with Rita Moreno. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my f- favorite movies too, you know, yeah. West Side Story. It just, it's, it started a whole dream for me. And not only was I working with her, but she and I were sharing a trailer because Aww. it was a very low budget film. Yeah. And you know, we had to share trailers. And here I was sharing a trailer with Rita Moreno, and she was so down to earth, yeah, and so beautiful and so talented, and I just adore her. And to this day, she's such cool people. Like I just, mm-hmm. I, I just love her. Like you know, she invited me to her, and a bunch of my girlfriends to her house for Christmas. Unfortunately, everybody was going out of town, but we were like, guys, let's go to Rita Moreno's house <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> um, she's just really, she's proud of her. Puerto Rican oh, yeah, she and said her girls, it. you know, and she's so uplifting, and I, I just love her. I really do. Because that movie is a cult classic, Jake. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Lauren, oh, you did. I, I forget you're down with the program. It launched careers, and people just took off. I can't hear. Yeah, I, I've uh, done the show many times, too. Like, I'm a big singer-dancer. Um, yeah. 
You're talking about West Side Story? No, no, we're talking about I like it like that. Oh my I god, like I'm an like idiot. That. I got lost. Sorry, I've never it's even okay. heard of that movie. No, it's a it's a cult. Cl- and so John said that's in it that that he's in a love triangle with her and Lauren Velez and the, his name is my brother's nickname is Chino. That's why <laughs> it's it. a, yeah. he's Chino. Chino. So. <laughs> and they have kids, and he, she's in the way, and she's like the the Puerto Rican hottie from the block. It was, just, it was with just my a, dyed blonde locks. They dyed my whole hair. I was like, Oh they? my god, is my hair still in my head? Uh, yes, they did. <laughs> kind of like what I'm going through right now. I want to oh, kill no. the girl. Oh, she burned my hair. Oh, let me tell you, it was just all done. Yeah. Oh yeah, I loved it. It was so. There was brujeria. Yeah. There was so much stuff. It was just. It was such a. It, it spoke so much to our culture, specifically our culture here in America, because there is a subculture of Puerto Ricans that are here. We call them New York Ricans or whatever. Right. But it's just a whole different. But we are so proud of being Puerto Rican because, I mean, it is embedded in us. Yeah. Right. You know, we have the parade. It is culturally we fight for our identity because we are a commonwealth and we have to really make a point that we have. My uncle has a sweatsuit made out of the oh, Puerto please. Rican flag. My uncle has T-shirts, sweatsuits, posters, flags, he, his card, stickers. <laughs> you have no idea. I mean, would the, would you always knew he was coming down the block from around the block because it was like, like a song. Like, <laughs> all the yeah. time. Would the two of you like to see Puerto Rico like made into a state? Um, I personally don't. But I think they've already ruined the country as much as they possibly can with the drugs and the gang problems that we have that have been a result of being. But um, I don't know what the solution is. It's so bad. The crime rate is awful right now. Yeah, it's 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 sad. It's really sad. Yeah, yeah. I I'm actually going to be going there in January. I ended up dating a couple of Puerto Rican girls um, because, like, they're parents sent them here to get them away from what was going on there because mm. like it was just such a uh, a hard place to live and stay safe mm. and yeah, you survived right. it you're still here with us that's i amazing. know you survived the puerto rican i, 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 I know that, that's the amazing <laughs> part <laughs> that seems to be the response from like every guy that dated a puerto rican yeah i dated a puerto rican <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would tell you why that relationship <laughs> broke up, but it was one of the most fucked up things I've ever had in my life. So, oh, my gosh. So I probably shouldn't actually oh. say Wow. That. Yeah. I'm mm. sorry. Okay, I'll change the names. You guys don't know it anyways. I'll say it anyways. It's terrible. This girl, like, uh, <laughs> so, like, she was cool. We were together for, like, uh, probably about six months or so. Then, like, her, she told me that her family was coming to visit. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. So, like, uh, we did a lot of preparation to make sure the house looks good and stuff, you know. And I get home, and she's in the shower with her brother. What? Is that right? I'm like, well, wh- wh- why are you doing this? Like, oh, well, that's the way I grew up. Like, um, you know, we were really poor and we would shower together. So, I'm like, sorry. I'm like, but well, that shit changes, you know? <laughs> like, like that's weird. How that's old? That's very weird. Uh, she, um, oh, well, you know, not as <laughs> legal. You know, oh, that's I mean, that's on. weird. That's I, li- I mean, like when you're five, maybe. Yeah. Or four. No, she's probably like 23, 24. Yeah, no, that's not no. a Puerto Rican that's, thing. That's, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, put that yeah, on yeah, us. Yeah. I'm not saying that it happens don't to all twisted. Puerto Ricans. No, don't. don't get it twisted. <laughs> it's we don't do that. I think that, but I don't think it's true. <laughs> yeah, my brother and that's I. That's pretty weird, man. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had to go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and how old was the brother? Uh, he was like a couple, couple years younger. Maybe uh, he was like 22, yeah, 23. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. That's weird. That's yeah. You know. Maybe if I'd met him out of the shower and then like I saw they're good friends or something. <laughs> no. We need Dr. Laura up in there. We, ne- we need some help. Yeah, <laughs> that's just not okay. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, it was. It was bad. Yeah, I, I, I think that was a good reason to end that relationship. Skedaddle. Oh, he's a smart man. Yeah. 
Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You just you just got everybody got quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, we're just trying to process like what the hell is going on there. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's a good time to go to a break then. <laughs> is it break time? Uh, well, we're 30 seconds early technically. Um, so listen, call 855-878-4652 and tell us what you think about Jake's girlfriend taking the shower with her brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Watch my mother be the first call. <laughs> my mother be like, okay. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Uh, hi, this is Casey Abrams from American Idol, and you are watching T Radio V. That was too corny. I don't. I loved it. This is Josh Vietti, and you're watching T Radio V. about New York versus Los Angeles. So being Mary Jane comes up how? Tell us. Every girl I know loves that show. So, so you mean how did I get the role on mm-hmm. that show? Um, well, um, <clears throat> Gabrielle and I, Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. who's the star of the show and uh, my confidant and my partner on the show. Um, she, so she and I have the same representation. Mm-hmm. And the role, came, the, the, the role of Mary Jane came to her first. And then my representation was like, hey, we represent Lisa Vidal. And, I, you know, I think she's great for Kara. So Mara Brock-Akeel, mm-hmm. who's the creator of the show, um, was familiar with my work. And she was like, I'd love to meet her. And so we went and we had like a three-hour lunch. Well, after I read the script, I read the script and I thought, oh, my God, this is great. Mm-hmm. 
And I loved the idea of my character, but it wasn't really fleshed out that much in the pilot. And so Mara and I had like a three hour lunch meeting and I just instantly loved her. And I thought she was so beautiful and Mm -hmm. so creative and so smart. And she told me all about the future of the show and how Kara, my character, was pertinent to Mary Jane's life and how she was just like her anchor. Mm -hmm. And so I was really excited about it. And... um, and Mara offered me the the job, and that was it. Oh, that's, you didn't audition for I it. I did not audition for that's it. That's beautiful. It's so nice once yeah. in a while to get an offer. Yeah, yeah. you earned that though. It's, you it's put in nice your you paid your dues. Well, yeah. I mean, I shoot, I'm doing it a long time. It's so nice when someone trusts your work and what they've already seen, and they have faith in you. And it's just it's so nice when you get to sit and talk to someone about what the ideas are and the creativity of of what it looks like of the show and the character and that was one of the best meetings ever and i just trusted mara and um loved gabrielle of Mm -hmm. course so i was excited to work with her and um that was it that's pretty well you put you said you put in a lot of years you've done good work too it's not just like you've just been out here you've been making it happen you have a good reputation people respect your work so that journey for you has been how? I mean, how many seasons is it? Three? We Yeah, we just finished shooting the third season, right. which premieres October 20th mm-hmm. on BET. October 20th on BET. Make yes. sure you watch. Yes, yes, yes. And so that's going to air. So, yeah, we've got three, three, three seasons in the can. And uh, it's just been great. I love playing this character. Uh, Gabrielle and I have unbelievable chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we j- we get along great. We're friends. We're girlfriends. So it just makes this, you know, everything just smoother because we have this sort of respect and understanding for each other. And uh, I love the cast. I love the writing on the show. Um, I do wish we shot here in L.A. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so I don't have to leave my family. But, hey, I mean, if you got to be with a group of people, they're they're pretty fabulous. You know, that show took um, everybody by storm when it first came. I mean, even before it started, the anticipation of the show was um, was really, really big in social media. Like the, I, I remember seeing that BMJ hashtag and saying, what is this? What, you know, what is it? And then looking it up and women were just between Gabrielle Union and Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. They were like the two like black women on television that gave black women of face, you know, and uh, not just the, the, the love and basketball black woman and hip hop love, whatever this shit is called, but they gave a face to women who have professions and had range and a different life. So that show just kind of, so what kind of reaction have you received since you started doing that show? Cause you, everybody loves you guys. Yeah. It's, it's been amazing. Honestly, it's been such a great reaction. People love Kara. They hate her, but they love to hate her. Mm -hmm. And then they feel bad for her. Mm -hmm. And then they want to root for her. And then they get mad at her. It's been so great, you know, all the levels that I've been able to play on the show and the the feedback that I've gotten. And it's just, it feeds my soul because there's nothing better for an actor, as far as I'm concerned, than when his fans love, when their fans love the work. And when you know you're hitting a nerve somehow, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're impacting people or you're affecting them and you're changing their minds, their thoughts. And 
Mara, of course, is always pushing that envelope and being Mary Jane. And, and Gabrielle Union, by the way, is fearless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, can I be you when I grow up? <laughs> and um, She is. She's fearless. And so she's been such a great example for me. And I'm anytime I got to do something, I'm like, girl, they're going to make me do this. Let's, can, you, can I talk to you about it? And she just cracks up. Um, and, you know, I love that Mara pushes that envelope because she's all about representing what's going on out there with right. women and issues and relationships and everything else that comes with it. You know, today's woman, today's black woman, today's Latina woman, today's right. woman, period. And I think that's why the show's so successful because so many women, it doesn't matter what your background is, you can all relate. Everybody mm-hmm. can relate to something or someone on the show. I like Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's a, you know, I'm like a movie buff, so I like I love ind- independent films. And she was in a movie called Half Plenty back in the day that was during the time of I Like It Like That. But I love, I just loved her. She was like my favorite character on there. She's amazing. There. Amazing actress, amazing person. I, I adore her. She's at my house all the time whenever I have a barbecue. I'm like, Robin, uh, come on. Yeah, we miss, I wish, you know, you wish sometimes some of these storylines can go on because you have so much fun working with the actors, mm-hmm. you know, and you just kind of fall in love with them. But and yeah. Steven too, and I yep. and Steven is Steven my buddy. Bishop. We used to do a, we used to host a party together when I first moved here, <laughs> and I then all of a it. sudden he just became this actor guy. And I saw him in a movie that Brad Pitt was in, and I was like, when did that happen? What's <laughs> up with it? <laughs> he was like the same, you know. It happened at the same time where you ended up, you know, being on on Last Comic Standing. He was right. like, we we can't promote parties forever, but he's a really uh, nice guy. So what is what is your dream? role what is it what do you want to do like what's your big I have so many I have so many Mm -hmm. dreams I'm too ambitious no drives me bananas you know what um I would say my first dream role honestly is to do a film musical oh yeah yeah my first love has always been singing I'm a singer and I just absolutely love film musicals and you know funny girl was my first one that I ever saw and just fell in love. I was like, I want to be her. I want to do that. So I'm hoping one day that'll happen, you know, uh, that I'll get to do that. But I, I would say my other dream role, I've always had a dream of, of being playing like a Norma Ray type of role, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or Silkwood or something, something that empowers like women or empowers the little man, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, um, fight for the underdog um that that excites me that kind of a role that's that deep and intense and and satisfying so do you um do you prefer comedy over drama or drama over comedy or or is it all the same for you i love it i love all of it it's Uh so much fun i mean it's all fun i mean drama you know is is intense and it's it's a lot of work but so is comedy you know it's 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 not it's not easy to be funny. No. I, I would say I would say for me, the comedy that works for me is when I really get to put some of myself in something, my mm-hmm. goofiness, my silliness, that side of Lisa that a lot of people don't actually know because I've been in the world of drama so much drama. Right. Um but it's fun. It's fun when you get to play. And it's it's what's also so wonderful about this show, about being Mary Jane, is that Mara and her husband, Salima Keel, who is one of the executive producers and one of our 
regular directors. He's awesome. He just kind of gives us the stage. You know, they just let us play. They let us go. There's no restriction. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not binding. So it's it's this really creative space. And so you get to play with stuff where it might not say that she's being funny, mm -hmm. but I feel like being funny in that moment because that's what comes out and then it works. Mm -hmm. And it's so great when you're allowed to do that, when you're given that space. Actors just dream about having that. Do you like the way Kara dresses? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do I'm too. very much a part of that, by the way. Uh, are you really? So a lot of you, a lot of that is you. Yeah, a lot of that is me and Ruth Carter, who is our designer, and uh, she is amazing, and she just is so trusting of of my opinion, and she's not, you know, turned off by that, and which is great because she really kind of made it uh, a collaboration. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, that was really nice, you know. And um, th in the pilot, it was a little kind of, um, we weren't sure of it yet. But then we figured it out. We figured out Kara's look. You know, she's a busy mom. She's all about business. She ain't got time to be, you know, doing hairdos and all of that. Well, I'm a single mom, so I always gravitate to the, towards those characters. And having to, ha you know, the thing about a single mom, well, you, you don't know because you're married. But even still being a mom is appearing to that you have it together even when you When don't. you don't, exactly. <laughs> even like you just cry Trust for me, that's us too. At, no, all, the all moms. moms too. All moms. <laughs> It's like you just breastfed your kid and you're engorged and your breast hurt and then Please. people come over and you got to put on something. Please, you got wet like... pads in your bra. It ain't cute. Yeah, it's I know. always. So it's just that that being being able to see that instead because some people on television, you don't buy it. You're like, there is no way. Oh, I know. It. You... I know. As a matter of fact, talking about breastfeeding and I like it like that. I My son was only four months old. He was in the movie and I was breastfeeding. So I had pads. <laughs> underneath those outfits and you know i wore very tiny outfits yes and i i'd be like breastfeeding him in the middle of the bronx while they until they called me for my scene it was hilarious <laughs> that now i love this movie even more <laughs> <laughs> i'm all up you know what listen they came for Alyssa milano and i wanted to punch people in the face women show their titties all the time in the name of empowering empowering themselves feminism they're half naked all the time this woman breastfeeds her baby and instagram's a picture and she gets all this backlash for it and i say this to you people that was beautiful that's her baby she's feeding her baby how the hell I know. And kim kardashian's titties pop up everywhere all Hello. the time exactly. i was so irritated but that wasn't for the pleasure of like me that was for like a baby's nutrients yuck yes like, but it can't always be about you jake. <laughs> can i cut her mic come on jake can i cut her mic <laughs> no no you can't damn it <laughs> She's Puerto Rican. It doesn't matter if you. I know. I better not. Like I only have one lock on this door. Listen, I'll just scoot over to her chair and share hers. That I believe. We grew up sharing, but not our brothers. Yeah. That one. But I just called you a smart man. Come on, don't cut my mic. You're safe. I think. Yeah. So that's one thing. I always look at the way people are dressed on TV. I'm fascinated with style. Like that brings a character to life to me. Like some people. I just, I look at them and I'm like, I don't mind buying this. This is not who you are. But you always are well put together. Cause, well, on um, being Mary Jane, they, they really do put us together. Mm -hmm. they, I mean, it's, it's amazing, the outfits we get to wear. Um, but, you know, we're, we're successful women. Right. You know, we're, we're, I'm a producer. 
and mm -hmm. she's uh, this TV personality reporter, and uh, we're successful women, you know, so we want to be shown in good taste, so to right. speak, and uh, and that's how Mara wanted it, and we were more more than happy to indulge, yeah. in that, you know. Um, Do you get to yeah. keep any of the outfits? I I actually have been able to oh, keep nice. some of the outfits. It's pretty been pretty cool. Um, what's not fun? Is you know I also have played a cop many times and right. uh, oh my goodness I'll never forget my first show out here in L.A. was a show called High Incident for ABC with uh, Steven Spielberg was the executive producer and Blair Underwood mm -hmm. and I were street cops and we were shooting in Chatsworth wearing wool police uniforms it was <laughs> insane when I tell you not cute sweat and nastiness that was not fun. It wasn't uh, sexy, so but I had but I had fan letters, like men writing me letters saying your legs look so good. <laughs> I was like, how can they see my legs? I see got Jake? wool pants on. I'm like, they can't see my legs. <laughs> Us men are creeps. I know. <laughs> I kind I kind of love your imagination, though. I mean, it's pretty pretty awesome. You I love when a guy can just imagine that your legs. Well, they probably. I mean, I don't have to see you in the uniform to imagine it. <laughs> I'm imagining it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love it. See? Cute. Yes. Simmer down. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I love it. You got me in the cage. It's fine. No. It's he's behind the window. It's all right. He's a, Well, you know, he likes the... He's always kind to the attractive women when they come in here. He's actually kind to... He's a smart man. Thank I'll you, say thank it you. again. I'm kind to you. Kind of kind to you. Kind of? Kind of kind to you. Should well, I we work together, Laura? so like... Do I have to say, give me that stuff, you know? <laughs> like, I can't always be nice. No, we... we, we we um, graciously agree to disagree at times, sure, so we don't sure. ever have That's any of thing. those. We have like that, uh, what's his name, Howard Stern, Robin thing going. I, I feel that, yes. Right? There yes. you go. That's part of making a marriage work, too. Yeah. So you've been married how long? I have been with my husband for 30 years, and we've been married for 25. So your entire, not entire, but most of your, your career, you've been a married woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and how's that? How is how is being married and being an actress? Because they make it seem like it's so hard, and you obviously not with thirty years in the game. Well, you know, marriage is hard. You mm -hmm. know, it's 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 work, and if you're committed to it, you do the work. And relationships are difficult, and there are roller coaster times, and things go up, and then they go down. And but um, you know, I always tell my kids like, you got to find your friend. Right. And you got to be friends and you have to root for each other. You got to be each other's cheerleader. You got to be supportive. And when the hard times come and you want to smack each other upside the damn head or drown somebody, that's when love really comes into play. Because if, if you don't love your friend, that's when everything falls apart. You mm -hmm. know? And so he's your best. Well, you know, I've seen you guys together. I've met you guys together. And you guys did were at the comedy show laughing at all the jokes together. Yes, we they, have fun together. Yeah, they look like... <laughs> So that I, I that is inspiring because Hollywood makes it makes it seem like there's an expiration date on a relationship. It's part of your resume, your actor's resume. Now. It's true. And it's when you true. see people like that, it's just it's refreshing. Yeah. Um. So the show starts back October. <clears throat> well, the the third season premieres October twentieth. October twentieth. Right. On BET at what time? On BET. I believe it's at 9 p.m. At 9 p.m. If I'm not mistaken, unless they changed something, 
which I'm sorry if I no, don't I think know about that. So what are, what are they going to look for this season with Kara? What's going on this season with you? Oh, there's some good stuff yeah. in my character this season. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. You get to see a whole other side of Kara to understand who this woman is, how she got to be who she is. And you kind of, they dig deeper into her. And it's really, it's really nice. Because, you know, no one's just one way. Do we have that clip? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take us to the end of the show, though. That's fine. Okay, cool. Well, we'll, we'll play is it for now. Mommy? No. Oops, wrong one. Hold on, hold oh. on. This is a different clip. Is I that, forgot. Was that me? Was that in that movie? These are the numbers that I need the calculations for. Oh, I can't leave that. Yeah. So, let, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be right back. Yeah. I need your help. Oh, we're shooting up at the office now? Yeah, I tried to do it myself and I got all freaked out. All right, well, just tell me where. Just right here and just, ow, mother. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, but you just gotta do it. My mom has type one. Been doing daily shots since I'm nine. I used to have to give them to her and used to scare the crap out of me, but now needles don't faze me. Clearly. You're gonna be okay? What are you gonna do tonight? What else am I gonna do, work? Don't say it like you don't love it. Something to do, girl. I want to have a drink. But, you know, with the shots and everything. Uh, I get something to eat? Yeah, sure. I, let me just finish up. Oh, shoot. What? I was supposed to meet Kyle for dinner tonight. What time? Like five minutes ago. Oh, my gosh. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna cancel. No, no. You're gonna cancel? Yes. yes. You just bailed on him for lunch yesterday. Now you're gonna text him that you're on your way. You gotta go. Yeah, I guess I should. All right. It's like a wait, novella wait, on BET. Check your teeth. Mm. All right. Boobs. <laughs> They're still there. Protection? I am not sleeping with him tonight. Girl, please. What? Slutty ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you took it. What's that make you? That that's the all the real stuff that happens. You see, you talk about diabetes. They talk about protection. <laughs> they talk about loneliness. That's the TV show. That's the TV show. You know, we, that, we hit all the pointers. It's a, uh, it's and everybody looks fabulous. You look great in there. You look amazing. You. Your body is just. I'm juicing because of these women. These women <laughs> keep me juicing. This is my second day, <laughs> juicing. Okay, I. I I took juicing the wrong way. I apologize. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. You Hello. got steroids? No. Yes. Jay, that was, get there, your there, there mind out of the voice. It's <laughs> a whole two different shows going on. We're yeah, talking about bad. incest over there. <laughs> Breastfeeding is not sexy. <laughs> juicing. What the hell is These going These are your on? terms, not mine, you know? <laughs> um, I Quickly, I wanted to just say one thing. Are we off? No. Okay, so... Amber Rose did a video uh, with Funny or Die talking about uh, sexual liberty and women learning to um, just accept their sexuality and be open about their sexual. It's the walk of shame with Amber Rose. And I really I want to address young women with this. But I think we are leaning 
too much to one side or the other. I think it's very important to respect people and their individuality. Everybody doesn't want to be promiscuous. Everybody doesn't want to go out and have sex with everybody. And that's okay too. If you are somebody that wants to have multiple sex partners and you find your your you find your comfort in that, that's fine. But do not shame other people for not wanting to be um, overly sexual. Everybody should be respected for who they are. You determine your whore, not somebody else. And I just think that the agenda that is continuously pushing all this over-sexualization of women and at the same time calling themselves fighting for a feminism, it's, it's, you're telling two different stories. Your sexuality belongs to you. It is a personal thing. You don't have to promote it on social media. Mm, you don't have it. to put it on Facebook. You don't have to put it. You can just be who you are privately because that's what that was designed for. That is a private thing. I love it. Stop shaming young women into being promiscuous if they don't want to be. They don't have to be. You can be who you are. There's nothing wrong with who you are. The, regardless of who you are, but do not make young women who do not want to be out there having sex with everybody feel bad for that too. I'll say it for you. Go ahead, baby. Ana Rodriguez. I love it. <laughs> Tell people how to find you on social media, Lisa. Well, you can find me as on Twitter as the Lisa Vidal. Mm -hmm. And then on Instagram, I am the real Lisa Vidal. Because apparently there are a lot of Lisa Vidals. I was like, oh, no yeah. way. <laughs> but yeah. There. Oh, there are 27 million Ida Rodriguez. There you go. See that? Mine, I, just, I don't even have my last name. <laughs> How do people find you? Funnyaida.com. That's where everything is. Um, this week um i'll be in houston all friday for those of you who've been asking saturday i'll be in auburn new york and sunday tuesday and wednesday i'll be at the new york comedy cellar where is that's where my heart beats i love that club <laughs> um and then where can they find you jake uh you can find me at uh, facebook.com forward slash jake belcher or you can find me on instagram and twitter at um jake belcher gta and you can always listen to my show grand theft audio here on t radio v soon moving to our new home of Z420. Also, please go to my fa page of Facebook and watch that video of me flying around on a jetpack. It's awesome. You're supposed to <laughs> put it on my page. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do that right now. Yeah. So we, um, because we, we've we had Lisa. Lisa, will come back? Will you come back? I would love to come back. You and Sally, I You're like, I love. Like, uh, Sally Richardson was here a few weeks ago and women that are, that I respect, you know, because I, I know so many people in this business and they know who they are, the ones that I don't respect. But I just have a respect for women who really own their business, you know? This is show business. They're not just yes. faces, you know? Yes. Talking to you is always, you always feel substance. And I like your husband. I think your husband's pretty cool. He Thank likes Thank you. Well, we love you, too. So there you go. Thank you. The feeling uh, is mutual. We did it again. <laughs> People Somehow, keep yes. watching. Thank you for watching this episode of Truth Serum. Tell them bye, Jake. Bye, Jake. <laughs> bye, Jake. Nigga, when our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate Popo. Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure. Nigga, I'm at the. You are watching T Radio V. Radio and TV.